If you were looking for career advice from a career coach and he had led teams that have placed over 6,000 pros in 21 industries, worked at the largest Fortune 500 recruitment firm in the world, was responsible for over $50 million of placements of executives, and was one of the top recruiters recognized nationally while serving in the United States Army, you'd probably say he's qualified. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. And this is your host, Tim Madden. All right. Hey, welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. My name is Tim Madden, and this is Christina Madden. And hey, we help those in corporate America land jobs they love quickly. We do a lot of other stuff with for the sake of time. We go live each week inside the Executive Career Network. Fastest growing career network on Facebook. Guys, we just hit 8,000 people. It's freaking crazy across the globe, Christina. So like 7,000 in America, and we have people in Spain, all over the world. It's freaking crazy. So, hey, if you're watching the Executive Core Network, we really appreciate you. Comment below. Let us know that you're here live with us. And, hey, we have friends over at LinkedIn and YouTube where we're streaming to as well. Hey, everyone, hope you're doing well today. And we upload to everywhere on the Internet. So do me a favor. If you're listening to this on iTunes right now, if we give you anything valuable today or anything on this segment, you know, helps you or maybe can help a friend, share it with them. And, hey, leave us a review over on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And the last thing before we get started, as always, right, we have had about 300 offers come in this year for individuals in the Executive for Upgrades coaching program. They've ranged from, you know, six figures all the way to $1.2 million in total compensation. So, hey, if you need a little bit of extra help in your career to get somewhere quickly, you can go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast schedule a call with our team. Christina, are you ready to get started? I'm ready. And hey, for those of you who are not in our Facebook group, definitely get over there because we're talking about how to be your biggest advocate today. That is one of my favorite ways you can do that is get connected. We do live coaching, tons of content. So be sure to get connected. Excellent. Ron asked, are you a headhunter? Ron, we used to be. So we'll take a question before we get started. Ron, yes, we used to be headhunters, Ron, but here's what happens, right? This is my favorite story. Maybe we shouldn't go into that. That's like a long story. This is my favorite story. Go ahead. I'm just saying this is my favorite story ever. I was just talking about it at dinner last night. We were like, hey, you know, how, you know, how are we going to tell our story? Like, man, we got to start way back when we were headhunters. So go ahead. Tell the story. Well, Ron, we used to be headhunters here. We actually grew a business pretty large. Actually, we grew a business that almost did, you know, eight eight figures, eight figures inside of five years. We had lots of clients around America and we were headhunters. One of the downsides to doing that was even though we were really successful helping a lot of people, what happened was here's the way a headhunter works. We go get a client. We have people, right? We connect them. And at the end of the day, we send three to five people and only one gets the job. Right. So as a headhunter, one of the disadvantages is one year you could place 100 people. I mean, well, that'd be a phenomenal year. But let's say you did 20 placements, you know, 
that's a hundred people who probably didn't get hired. And then you screen people, right? So at the end of the day, you know, it wore us down that, hey, it's nice to do those one placements, right? But like four people don't get hired. So that's what I was thinking about. Every time we got someone hired, it was, man, four people didn't get hired. So I was talking to Christina and I said, hey, why don't we start an organization, right? Where we can help almost everybody. Where we can help all of the directors, VPs, and executives, right? Get them to where they're going like as quickly as possible. Christina, do you want to talk about a couple of things? Before and it's get- not just that. It's like how we tell our clients is, is as well. It gets really difficult from the client in. So if you're trying to work with a headhunter or a recruiter, they're so disconnected really from like what the culture is, what the position actually entails. And there's so much missing information that we were setting our, our favorite people up to to, to fail. And so it was just out of integrity for us, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's really, it's really exciting. Even just recently, I was like, Hey Tim, I really miss headhunting. Let me go out and do a deal. And we actually set up a really amazing connection and it didn't go through. And so it kind of, it just sets everybody up for failure. And so this is how we impact the most lives um, is, is, is helping executives get exactly the kind of job that they want versus just being at the mercy of uh, the company and, and the headhunting organization. And, and the only way that you can do that, and then we'll roll into today's topic, right? Um, the only way you can do that, Ron, is you have to be the advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because think about this. You are the one that needs to talk to the decision maker at whatever company, period. You don't need to be talking to headhunters, recruiters. Everyone watching this is probably 20 years into your career. And I get why we have recruiters and headhunters and all of that stuff, but and there's so, there are some amazing ones out there. There are yeah. some amazing ones out there. There are the level at the level of impact you're trying to make. You need to be talking to one person, the person who's actually going to hire you. That's it, right? And think about this: if I hopped on a call, what are you really going to be tell? What are you really going to be able to tell me you're looking for inside of 20 minutes after you've spanned a 30 year career? Because there's a lot of things, you know that go into finding, you know, a good job that you love, which is why we started this podcast. So let's get into it. Episode 42, (laughs) five ways to be your biggest advocate. Look, we talk to clients every day who are frustrated, beat up, have lots of stuff going on in their personal life, their professional life, lots of different things, right? And they're their own worst enemy most of the time. They're saying things like, I'm too old, I'm too young, and this, and this, and how do you think their day goes? How long do you think they're in a search? A long time. So the first tip, kind of not in order of any importance, right, is be proud, okay? Be proud of your accomplishments. Um, When I really say this, right, so many people say, I don't want to tell people how good I am. I'm shy. I don't want to tell people that I did this, this, and this, and it was $200 million or, or whatever the case may be. But here's the thing. If you don't tell people how great you are, how are they going to know? They don't have, you know, mind vision. They can't read your mind, right? So, oh, here's what we hear all the time too. It was the team. It was the team. It was the team. Trust me. I have seen teams with poor leadership. They are not good right? So you have to be proud of the teams you've led and the impacts you've had, and you got to be willing to talk about them. Christina? Yeah. I mean, money, success, it all goes where attention goes. So if you're scared to have eyes on you or put yourself out there, you're, you're, you're going to struggle. 
uh, in the job search and in, in your future success and your growth path. The amazing, the amazing Natalie Dawson was actually talking about that yesterday. Um, money goes where the attention goes. So if we're talking about salary, you have to put yourself out there. A couple of ways. Now, Tim is a military guy, so he always talks about how he displays his, uh, well, his college accolades and his military accolades because, you know, when he's feeling like, man, a little defeated, he's like, oh, you know, screw that. I've done this, this, and this, and it's all around. So one of my favorite ways is to display your accomplishments. Uh, write them down daily. Have you ever actually taken the time to think about your accomplishments in a very measurable way? It might even escape you a little bit like, holy cow, I actually did do that. You know, look at your LinkedIn profile. And if that doesn't look great, get it brushed up, contact us. Uh, we can take care of that for you and your resume. And you can have those tools in front of you all the time. So one way to get really in touch with your accomplishments is be very aware of what they are, know how to speak to them and have them in front of you all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. That trick helps out a lot. You're going to have days where you're feeling down. So, you know, control your environment, just like Christina says, the hacks we use. I got over there. I got all my military coins, all of my degree, you know, my degrees and just, just different stuff, right? You have stuff. So what in those days where you're like, man, am I going to be able to do this? When's it going to give? Oh my God, am I going to be able to accomplish this? I think of, man, I've been to Iraq. I've been here. I've done this, man. I remember when I did that, 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 this doesn't have anything on that. Right. So, Hey, be, be proud of your accomplishments. Okay. And that kind of goes into number two, you need to know your value at companies. Now, what I mean by this is here's what I want you to take away from this podcast today is you don't have the problem. The company has the problem. Okay. So most of you guys are so nervous when you get to these interviews and you don't want to speak up and talk about your value. And it's like, guys, they need the help in the marketing. Their ads aren't working. Their branding strategy is ineffective or whatever the case is. You know, you could make strong, you know, conversations with project management and everything, but they have the need, right? So knowing your value, what you really need to be good at is pulling out what are they looking for? What are their challenges? How can I speak back to them, showing them based on what they're looking for, based on what their challenges are, let me show what value I can provide. People really overcomplicate interviews and that's the easiest way, right? That you can do it, right? And that's a, that's a complete mindset flip and that's gonna take a little practice. But just being a business owner, I can tell you when I schedule calls with people that want jobs or they wanna become contractors with us, trust me, I, again, just to drive that home, I'm the one in pain, right? I'm the one who has pain points and need problems solved in my business. And I'm just hoping that the person that I land on the phone has that skill set. So get confident in talking about that skill set. Know your value. Hey, five ways to be your biggest advocate, right? So number one, be proud of your accomplishments. Number two, know your value to the organization. Remember, they have the problem. You're there to you know, show them that you can help them. And number three, you really got to have a good understanding of your strengths and your weaknesses. And Christina's going to talk a little bit about this, but you, you, you need to know, right? You, you should know yourself better than anyone. You should know what you like doing, what you don't like doing, what you're good at and what you're not good at. Um, Christina, you want to talk about this? I know you had a, a couple notes on this. Yeah. So self-awareness guys, it's easier said than done, right? You have to practice it. you got to understand why you think the way that you do, why you do the things that you do. Um, and, and one way to do this is to come up with your target, 
uh, let's say you're already in a role and you're looking to grow inside that role, or you're in a job search, okay, you know what the target is, you know what the role is, you know what the salary is, you have to start to take action toward that goal to actually collect data around your strengths and weaknesses, right? We, we kind of know what they are in life. We know what they are in fitness and health and relationships and communication, but oftentimes we don't know what, what you know, that data looks like, what our strengths and weaknesses are until we start moving toward a target. Um, and we have to be, you know, not too scared to make what we could perceive as mistakes, right? Again, it's strengths and it's deficits. And you have to collect data moving toward the target and not be scared. So you have two choices, move forward, stay where you are, right? And along the way, your strengths are revealed and your weaknesses are revealed. And these are things you can get really excited about. I don't even like using the language weaknesses, right? But um, it gives you an idea of where to start, you know, with self-development. Um, another way to do this is, guys, hire a coach. If you want to get to this really, really fast, you know, and not have to struggle through the journey of, just, of, of figuring out where you're strong and where you're weak, get a coach. They can help you identify that really fast. It tends to reveal itself a lot faster when you get help. Um, I'd love to help you with that. Shameless, uh, shameless plug here, but <laughs> uh, this is what we help our clients with. Yeah. And it could be multiple things, right? Just because you're not in a career search doesn't mean you don't necessarily need a coach. You know, me and Christina have multiple coaches, right? Like, but the, the fact of the matter is, right, once we identify things that we want to work on, whether it's our leadership ability, our procrastination, which everyone has, or no matter what it is, right, there's, there's things that you can do to, you know, and people that you can hire that can really help you in, in that area. So I absolutely recommend that. Plus, hey, sometimes you, you have to develop yourself into a new you, Think about this. Imagine the guy who keeps getting promoted, the guy or girl in corporate America, but they don't get any training. Here's what I mean of how to be a better individual contributor or how to be a better leader. You know, people go from not hiring, not managing anyone to 100 people really quick with no framework in mind. If that happens to you. Hey, get someone to help you with that. Hey, number four. Ways to be your biggest advocate. Know what type of environment really enables you to be inspired and to do the best work possible. Christina, you want to get us started on this one? Yeah, and it always goes back to self-awareness. It's so interesting. Week after week with our clients, it's like, hey, we're landing back at self-awareness. We're landing back at self-awareness. But yeah, it's, it's have you taken time to sit down and think about your ideal situation? right? Knowing yourself well enough that you know what environment you need to be in to do your best work. Like what inspires you? What motivates you? Actually, motivation just kind of stops after a while. So you have to know like what your why is also within that. Um, environment wise, Tim, maybe you want to touch on this a little bit, but like what, you know, what does the work environment need to look like? Because things are, the dynamics inside these companies are changing pretty rapidly, whether it's a remote role. Not only that, when you, when people say like, I want to work for a good company. We don't even know what that means yet, you know, and what kind of boss are you going to resonate with sometimes, right? This just goes to show you how much goes into actually getting like the job that you love is there's so many components to it. And when we talk about culture, you know, I could get along with someone say, who's maybe a boss of mine. I might be able to get along with him really well. And Christina, may, maybe not for whatever reason. So you need to know, right, what type of leader do you typically excel best at? One, someone who gives you creative space and really doesn't bother you or someone who, 
you could say micromanage, or we could just say who keeps you on track daily with your targets, right? So what kind of environment, you know, is best going to be for you? Because working in a place that you don't love and you don't like your team and you don't like your boss and you really don't like anything about it, what are you possibly still doing there? That is like hurting your life so much, right? And, you know, we make jokes all the time about ideal situations. And, you know, we live in Florida because of warm weather, sunny beaches, and no state taxes. And then we always kind of chuckle, right? But, hey, if you want to live in Minnesota because you like ice fishing, great. Hey, live in Minnesota. So, right, location, team, company, what they stand for, what is going to be best for you? And have you ever even written that down and have awareness over it? Most people we work with. 30 years, 20, 30 years experience, never really thought about this in their whole career. It's it's interesting. And, um, you know, a couple of our favorite mentors, they travel the world, right? They're on tour right now, but they are, they love Scottsdale, Arizona. And they did, they did this whole teaching on, oh my God, like we just thrive there. That's why we live there. Like guys, we like, we forget, we get to choose where we live. We get to choose where we work. You mm -hmm. know, I coach our clients a lot because we become, the humans become drifters right? Where life is just happening to them and not for them. And this is all about getting in the driver's seat of, of your, of your future. So, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of moving parts to that. Sometimes it can feel a little scary or like, you know, you, know, you convince yourself you don't have the power to create the environment that you want to work in. And then also know that you do have the, the, the ability to impact companies and change the environment and create a better environment for yourself and others. So you want to think about that going into a company as well. Do you have the autonomy to, to do that and change things up and flip the script once you get inside the company, which is really cool. Last thing, which we should have probably put as number one, but like I said, we weren't hearing <laughs> no specific order. Hey, get laser focused, get super specific on your end goal and create a roadmap. So when we talk about your career, right, and ways to be your biggest advocate, how could you not set yourself up for success of simply saying, this is what I want in my career. This is my plan over the next couple of years. Hey, I only have 10 more years to work, right? That I want to work. Hey, how can I position myself? So really, hey, do you have a plan for your career? Okay. Do you have a specific goal? Do you have even a basic roadmap of how to get there? Do you know how much longer you're going to stay at your current job? Are you able to get promoted? When should you start looking? Hey, are you going to have to, you know, enroll in a, a leadership program, right? By the way, we're uh, launching one. So you email me at Tim at execupgrades.com or there could be, Hey, it could be something else, right? You could need more certifications or something along that. Hey, so start thinking, Hey, get specific on your end goal for your career and start creating a roadmap. Uh, Christina, you want to talk about a couple of things they should consider as well? Yeah. So when you do this, it puts you in the position to ask really quality questions, really high quality questions, whether it's in the interview or just during networking or whatever, because you want to know that the inner workings of these organizations can actually support this growth map as well. If not, you know, already, you know, already know to like run the other direction. Like it's not even aligned with your vision. So um, personal, professional and financial goals quarterly with yourself, um, write them down daily. So real simple, uh, <laughs> Everyone's always asking me, oh my God, where's the, you know, do you have some sort of fancy planner that I need to get or whatever? 10X, my favorite brand. No, no here, secret here there. Another um, good brand. It's just the yellow legal pad. Yeah, well, I was going to sure. say, 
many of you already have that, but I use this really the most. I'm just all the time writing things down uh, and stuff changes for me daily. So write this stuff down daily, keep a notebook. Um, gosh, I, I even carry a notebook in my purse. I don't know who I'm going to meet. I don't know what golden nugget I need to write down, what event I'm going to end up at. You have to stay in touch with yourself every single day uh, and your goals. I agree. Any final comments? No. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for joining us for episode 42. Hey, five ways to be your biggest advocate. I'll recap them really quick. Let's just start with the last one. Hey, get having specific, having a goal in mind and creating a roadmap for the rest of your career. If, you, if it's too difficult for you to figure out, maybe get with a mentor that, you know, is above you, right? Um, another one is what environment is really going to empower you to do your best work? What are your strengths and weaknesses? Know your value and be proud of your accomplishments. Hey, as always, if you are starting a new job and you need help, you need help, you know, being a better leader, you are in a career search and you want to get this new role quickly, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast, book a call with our team to see if we are able to help. Until next week, have a great day, everyone.